<laughs> a little fine tuning. <laughs> to be expected, the brand new, complete setup. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Father, for fresh glory, fresh anointing upon every head. Thank you for your power coming upon us in heaven's upper rooms, raising up the champion bride. ecstasy <laughs> and it continues <laughs> the absorption will continue forever you are absorbing the glory of God what is the meaning of life absorption you absorb salvation you absorb healing you're always absorbing something what are you absorbing May it be only God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And through absorption, we come into concentration, which is ability. Absorption and ability. Glory to glory. This absorption is the ability to rule and reign from the throne of Jesus Christ, the Lamb that was slain. Thank <laughs> you. 
remarkable cleaning out this room. Nearly everything in here that we're streaming through is brand new. It feels like a wide open space of newness. It's never felt this way in here. It feels much more holy. You guys feeling the holiness? Absorb the holiness. Come into a place of total SpongeBob. Living at the bottom of the Sapphire Sea. Who can be the biggest sponge of God's glory? Amen. You know, your power, your ability, your divinity is only based on absorption. More absorbing. Your output is only as great as the input of how much glory you've absorbed. Spiritual growth is learning how to absorb more glory. Think about it. The tree of life. You're a planting of the Lord in the Garden of Delight, Scripture says. He's planted you. Now what do you absorb? The glory, the living water, the river of life. How much you absorb is how much fruit comes on the tree of your soul. Every stage of greater glory is you becoming more reliant on absorption. So let's just have a few minutes of absorbing this greater holiness. Holiness is a gift. lay hands on your innermost being, right in your belly, where your spirit is, and let your spirit absorb the holiness of God. Living the life of a sponge. 
sometimes God will squeeze you out. That's your outpouring. But you know when you're squeezed out, that's how you absorb more. Great outpouring, the Father outpouring. 
out of your belly. All the joy and the laughter we're experiencing is the Father outpouring through our innermost being. We loose the Father from each one of your bellies. And we loose the Father upon everyone's spiritual stomachs in the whole world. That every womb, every birthing place of spiritual darkness and spiritual light be cleansed with fresh fire from the manifesting sons of God. which is your brain. Out of your innermost being, right here, through your soul, right here, and out your mind, which is your brain, right here, and your flesh is your bones. You have 206 bones that make up your flesh. Flesh refers to the bones. Mind refers to the brains. Soul refers to the heart. Spirit 
refers to your innermost being right here, where your wind is. That's your innermost being. The true you is right here. And so you're learning how to become temples of the Holy Spirit instead of temples of the curse of the fall, which is a new understanding of your mind of what your body is. Acts 7.48, God has never dwelled in buildings made by human hands. What's the building not made by human hands? Adam and Eve's flesh. Flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. Man and woman created in God's image, created in the flesh to be the tabernacle of God's glory, God's spirit on earth as it is in heaven. And you will progressively learn through direct revelation how the temple operates in the new covenant by releasing the river of life out of your innermost being, through your soul, and out your mind. As it goes through your soul and your mind, your flesh, your bones, get transfigured. And you go up as you release out. As your mind's re renewed to Christ in you, realizing the glory, the river of glory, the new covenant of God's glory, then you'll rise. You rise by revelations of releasing the glory of God. transfigured isn't that refreshing into the personality of God the persons of God the personality of God don't you want that from an earthly person an earthly personality to a heavenly person and a heavenly personality that takes place in the flesh of your heart Jesus is the exact personality of the invisible God, the outrain brilliance of the light being. Do you want his person? Receive his personality. It comes with emotions, which are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Even if it feels kind of weird, even if it feels kind of funny, it's my worship. 
See how you can't gain his life unless you lose your life? You can't gain his soul, which is his heart, unless you lose your soul, which is your heart. You can't be you and God at the same time. It's a false teaching. That is illegal. You can only be Christ. Paul said to the Corinthians, I don't want to know anything about you except Christ and Him crucified. Don't talk to me about your uniqueness. Don't talk to me about your gifts. Don't talk to me about you. I want to know Christ in you and Him crucified to death. <laughs> you understand? That's where all the joy is. Christ is God. Are you into God or are you into self? Two different religions. Two different trees. You cannot cling to your own heart and bring one drop of heaven to earth. Your heart must burn within you. And as your heart progressively burns with the heart of the Father, your personality will be transfigured. Losing your life, which is your heart, for his life, which is his heart. Right inside the meat, pumping blood in your chest. Or there is no salvation, and it's just religious hypocrisy. Gifts are the biggest stumbling block I've ever seen in the charismatic church. Why are gifts the biggest stumbling block? Because gifts make it about you instead of the giver. God is giving himself to you. He himself possessing your soul and your flesh becomes your ability. The giver gives himself. So that Jesus is always the centerpiece of your life. And you never get off track into the idolatry, which is the serving of self. All idolatry is in self. All spiritual worship is in Christ crucified. These are accurately the two trees in the garden, or the two kingdoms of heaven and hell, Satan and Jesus. There's no gray area. Sword of the Spirit. Destroy the gray area. Destroy the confusion. Thinking that you can have a mixture of heaven and hell, or self, and Jesus in you is insanity called double-minded, unstable, and all your ways. People are insane everywhere in religion because it's a mixture of them and God, which is a mixture of Satan inside your souls from the outer realm. And Christ trying to come up from inside you and the enemy trying to influence from the outside you through your five physical senses, mainly through your eyes and your ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in order to believe lies the father of lies has to speak into your ears he speaks into your flesh ears 
and he tempts you into your flesh eyes. So, you have to release Jesus' eyes, Jesus' ears, to stand up against the evil one from the inside out, otherwise you'll never make it. You'll get deceived, and the problem with being deceived is you don't know you're deceived, and you think the people telling the truth are wrong, and you begin fighting God, which most people do. And we all do that at different times of our life, until we learn that God clothes us from the inside out, that it's not about you hearing, it's about he who hears his Father perfectly. Jesus in you hears God the Father perfectly. You don't hear God. Jesus in you hears from the Father. The New Covenant is so different because you actually get the Son of God's Spirit possessing your inner man and then through absorption of the yielding of your outer man to your inner man in Christ, you get his ears and you get his eyes. It's about full possession, the body of Christ. What's the body of Christ mean? Being possessed by Christ. What is Christ? The spirit of Jesus. Christ is not him. He's at the right hand of God. Christ is his spirit. Christ is not here physically. Christ is here by his spirit. Your physical body is his body on earth. And the people that have yielded their flesh to his spirit get absorbed from the inside out in his ears through his spirit materialized through our ears through our brains his flesh at the right hand of God has sent his spirit Pentecost has not ended when something is fulfilled it's a constant fulfillment the upper room is still going on people 2,000 years the outpouring Revelation 5, 6, the Spirit sent out into all the earth. That will never end. Once a feast is fulfilled, the feast of that fulfillment continues forever. Pentecost is fulfilled forever. What is coming forth now in the feast of Pentecost by those who know how to receive God's Spirit, which is the river of life, is the building up of their spirit through their flesh to the covering of all creation, producing the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwells. God's not doing it outside people. God's doing it through a remnant that know him on the inside that have become the new covenant, which is who recognize their bodies are now the temple of the new covenant, of the new wine, of the new testament. You see how it absorbs the heart first. So people that don't give up heart only practice external hypocrisy. How will you know them? By their fruit or by their personalities. What's the personality of Jesus? Personality is the emotions and the feelings. It's called the fruit of the Spirit. You'll know them by their fruit. You'll know them by their personality. <laughs> they, they're not going to have joy they're not going to be at peace patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness, gentleness, self-control love all the outrain brilliance of God's love by a heart that is burning through self-sacrifice that's what it's always been about to find people who will offer their heart constantly to the fire of the Holy Spirit 
And when the heart burns, self burns. So when the heart burns, the soul is resurrected. You are currently resurrected in an elevation of Mount Zion to the measure you have sacrificed your heart. I don't care how you look on the outside, social status, minister, non-minister. Honestly, Scripture says it doesn't even matter if you're Christian or non-Christian as far as your culture is concerned. A lot of people have Christian culture. That doesn't mean that they have a Christian heart, which is a Christian personality. <laughs> the personality of Jesus. <laughs> Trust me, you'll know when a person has God's soul burning through them. Because that's what the Spirit is. It's God's soul. God is Spirit. So when His Spirit burns in you, His very personality is manifesting through your heart. That's the key. To keep your heart on fire with Him. <laughs> what does it mean to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus? To be authored and perfected. Authored and perfected, meaning His Word is progressively written on the tablets of our heart, Hebrews says. You're being authored by receiving words that you couldn't previously believe because of the stubbornness of Satan's pride in you. Now you've softened your heart. When you soften your heart, it's a tablet that the Word of God can be written upon so that more of God's Spirit can manifest through more of God's Word because you've given Him your heart more today than you did yesterday. So salvation is an ever-increasing yielding of the territory or soil of the heart for the seed of God's Word to bear forth the fruit of God's Spirit, which is His personality. It's called being glorified. <laughs> Glorification is simply fruit production or the possession of God's soul through your soul fully sacrificed. Is there individuality in Christ? Zero. People say, oh, what about me? Listen, you'll find you in Him. Now the angels all represent different characteristics according to God's nature. And what are the children of the resurrection? Angel-like. Why? Because they no longer have their own heart burning in their chest. They have the heart of the Father, and they've taken on the names and the nature of God the Father so that they're burning His feelings, His emotions, His passions, His will, His dream right through their hearts so that you become the expression of God the Father through your heart constantly burned in the Holy Spirit which is the fulfillment of Pentecost. That our hearts constantly burn in the tongues of fire. <laughs> Out of your heart your mouth speaks. Why? What does your mouth speak? Tongues of fire rested upon their heads because their hearts were on fire with the Holy Spirit. Does that ever change? No, that's ever increasing. That's a feast that is constantly practiced for eternity. Every single feast shall increase, and of the increase of his feasting there shall be no end. What is his fire feasting upon 
but your flesh. Our God is an all-consuming fire, a jealous God. What is He consuming? Flesh. What is the Spirit being poured upon? Flesh. I will pour out my Spirit to feast on all flesh. What is the feast of tabernacles? It's the Spirit of the sons of God, which is the Spirit of Jesus and the personality of God the Father, feasting on all flesh, all personalities, and all hearts in the world. You think people want that? Most people love themselves. You think the glory is going to be, at first, tremendous rejoicing? It's going to be mourning and weeping for the lovers of self. A greater holiness, I have watched this for 21 years, always produces a greater sorrow. Oh, happiness, no, sadness for the disobedient and prideful. The Pharisees will cry their eyes out because they murdered him, because they rejected him. And mercy will triumph over judgment, meaning you're going to be forgiven and your families will be forgiven, your cities will be forgiven by the greater glory, which is the greater light that will burn up all the darkness of pride and lust in the containers of human flesh. I don't care about your buildings. I don't care about all the exterior, geography, architecture. All that's neutral. That's just elements. I care about your hearts becoming the containers of God the Father's heart. And the fire of God will make that happen. The fire of God will come like the heart of the Father in a river of fire. An ocean of fire. God's heart will so pour out of the sons and daughters who have reached maturity, which means their heart is fully consumed. They have no personality but His. <laughs> they have no emotions or feelings but His. They have no desires, cares, wants, dreams, but His. Long burned away. There ain't anything else in them, in a normal mature one, except God the Father. That's what it means to be a new covenant Christian. Temple of who? God the Father. Jesus called the Holy Spirit His Father. It's the Father in me that does the works. Who is doing the works? The Spirit. When He multiplied fish and loaves, He said the Father did it. When he spoke and people felt, felt the Spirit, he said that was his Father. His Father was coming forth through him by a Spirit called the Spirit of God. Of the increase of the Spirit of God through men and women, there shall be no end. That's government. God's government is God's Spirit manifesting through men and women's hearts. And we come to a place of sacrificing our heart where we think we have options. Those are temptations, they're not options. You think there's options? The only option is your heart to burn hotter. You think you have choices? The only choice you have is for your heart to burn hotter, for your heart to burn brighter. Is there any other option except obedience to the fire of God? No, not one. You think you have decisions in life? You don't. Only burn. You think you get to choose things? You don't. Only increase in fire. Who led Jesus of Nazareth? 
God the Father anointed a man and how he was led by the Spirit. Jesus never made decisions. The Spirit of God made them for him. He says, my food is to do the will of my Father. I mean, do we want to be disciples or not? It's playing games, holding on to fire insurance. We know God's real, but still living for self. My business, my family, and calling ourselves Christians when we're actually not. <laughs> Just totally lukewarm. I mean, the standard is all or nothing, people, for everyone. There's no gray area. There's no Laodicean lukewarmness. That's not an option. That's satanic activity. That's partnering with fallen angels, settling for complacent satisfaction. It's true. Christianity is all or nothing. It cannot be partial surrender. For a partial surrender is spit out of his mouth. A lukewarm obedience and a partial obedience, an area of convenience, that area is easy for me to obey. So I can say I'm saved there. But when it comes to financial giving and financial sacrifice, most people can't say yes to God because they're scared because they trust in idols and not Jehovah Jireh. Even the sparrows are taken care of. Most Christians have less faith than sparrows. I know, I've been in full-time ministry 15 years. I've watched 250 people the Spirit has asked to partner with this ministry in the last one year say no to financial giving. We lost 250 financial partners in one year. It's the greatest loss we've ever had in the history of our ministry. A couple have come back. A couple new ones have come, but for the most part, it's been tremendous loss. And the increase of the glory has been the decrease of those disobedient. And it's all financial. Jesus tested every single heart in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John by finances, didn't he? He did. Money was the only test of obedience in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can play games with religion, think you're more spiritual in finances, you're a fake and a phony. You are as spiritual as you are financially sacrificial. That's the truth. That's what Jesus taught. He sat at the temple and watched the hypocrisy and watched the obedience. He saw those who gave from the heart, those who gave to look good in front of others, that was the judgment of Jesus Christ in the scriptures if a person was obedient to God or not. It wasn't about if you went on a missions trip. He didn't even ask them if they were reading their Bibles, not a single time. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Reading the Bible wasn't even in there. Do you understand that? I don't think you do. Because of Christian religion deceiving you. The actual obedience that Jesus Christ called obedience was financial 100% of the time, not just in the Gospels, but in all the epistles. And you can just feel that weight right now because you're confronting Satan when you confront finances. 
and it needs to be confronted because Satan crawls into people and stops them from giving, stops them from sacrificing. The river stops, the trust stops, the faith stops, the spiritual growth stops. And it's all 100% related to money. And if you think otherwise, your spirituality is false and you're not in agreement with what Jesus taught in the scriptures. It's fake religion that we would take all this revelation in but not actually walk in faith. And faith is only tested in the New Testament by finances, by money. Truth in hell. And every single one of you in this tribe and every tribe in the world of all believers in Jesus Christ need to hear that word, believe that word, and start obeying that word. Before the glory filled the temple, what filled the temple? The gold. You will never have glory revival until you have financial obedience because there's no actual sacrifice and no actual faith. And God commend and bless those that are in obedience. You are the minority. Minority. You are very blessed. It's very extreme. Look at Mary of Bethany. There is no one in Israel that sacrificed like that. Look at that. One in ten million and it was so extreme that Satan's full nature, the religious withholding poverty spirit manifested so bad immediately went to the chief priests and Pharisees to betray Jesus. Do you realize Judas Iscariot, after watching financial obedience from Mary of Bethany, that day betrayed the Lord Jesus. That's what caused the full nature of the kingdom of hell to be revealed in the scriptures. It wasn't the miracles. Satan didn't even have a problem with that. He was right there with them. It wasn't the healing, the signs, and the wonders. No problem with that. Nowhere in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Satan didn't even care. He was right there. The, care, the Jews loved signs and wonders. They were. The Pharisees were right there with the signs and wonders. Jews demand signs. Greeks demand knowledge. Both are satanic scripture says what caused the kingdom of hell to hang itself on a noose was only one thing according to the Bible financial sacrifice the trust of a year's wages of one woman who had no certain income of future finances poured on the head of Jesus that looked like a wasteful sacrifice in the eyes of the religious is what the kingdom of hell was destroyed by, according to the Bible. Do you think it's going to take anything else but that? That prescription is in the Bible for anyone that actually wants to start revival. And it has inserted because you don't have any Mary of Bethany's. Very few. <laughs> Most people don't walk by faith. They go paycheck. They believe in money and the ability of their flesh that has to be sacrificed that's what wisdom actually is wisdom is the wild obedience to the invisible God true wisdom is absurdity to those who are wise in the world a stumbling block to Greeks foolishness to Greeks foolishness 
to those trained in the economics of the natural man. They will continuously counsel you against actual faith and obedience to the Spirit of God. I have never seen the, match, the natural man tell the truth once in my life, and I know he never will. King David said, I said in my astonishment, all men are liars. The natural man is the lie. You understand that yet? The serving of the natural man, the natural mind, the natural mind's ability, learning natural information, financial wisdom, how to be a good dad, how to be a good mom, how to be, how to be obedient to the Spirit of God, and sacrifice all the natural men. That's the only thing that builds up your innermost being. That's why so many spirits, human spirits, are just anemic, just weak. Because only faith and a constant sacrifice of the outer man's wisdom, knowledge, and ability is what grows the human spirit. You want to go from glory to glory? Learn how to constantly sacrifice your soul for his soul and walk in the unknown. And you will be uncomfortable thousands of times. <laughs> That's why the Holy Ghost is your comforter. Because your natural man receives no comfort. Only your spirit. God is the father of spirits, Scripture says. If you want your spirit father, if you want to be real Christians, if you want to serve the kingdom and advance the kingdom and get right and get rewards and grow in rank and authority and power, you want to be something in heaven and not earth. It requires the constant sacrifice of the outer man for the building up of the inner man until your inner man is your outer man. And you can say like Jesus Christ, if you've seen me, you've seen God. And they will weep and gnash their teeth. They will call it human idolatry. You're idolatrizing that person. That per no, that's God the Father and someone who has practiced constant sacrifice. You're a blasphemer. And because you're bewitched, you don't honor Christ inside souls that have been sacrificed to the Father. It's blasphemy. And the church is full of blasphemy everywhere. They don't acknowledge that Jesus has come in the flesh, which is the spirit of Antichrist, the religious devil. It's everywhere in the charismatic church. Everywhere. You'd be hard to find a place where it is not. How can you lift your hands and say you know God when God came into your heart? You don't know God. No one who lifts their hands. I lift my hands to release God out of my innermost being. This is the spot where the glory comes out. Amen. My absorption is from the inside out because I'm in the new covenant. And I hate witchcraft, which is religious sorcery of, of practicing external religion. That's the enemy. That's the curse of the fall. That's where all the fallen angels live in that realm of outer man Christianity. Not only does it have nothing to do with the new covenant, it's actual paganism. I tell you the truth. External Christianity is not Christianity, but paganism. If you don't know him in your innermost being, you have never practiced biblical Christianity. If you don't know the river flowing out of your belly, John 7, 38, you have never been a Christian, only 
a pagan. That's harsh word, but it's truth, and it will save your souls from Satan and his angels if you believe me. And I'm only telling you that because it's the truth. The majority of what we call in the charismatic church, in all Christianity, as you know it on earth, is not Christianity, but is occult paganism practicing the very curse of the fall. Taking Christian information, the New Testament, and applying it externally instead of seed into man's spirit. So spirit never grows from glory to glory. That's paganism. That's occult. And that's why your souls are tormented by demons. You're in Satan's kingdom and not Christ's. At best, in the charismatic church, you have what's called mixture. Amen. It's all going to burn away. I tell you the truth. The manifestation of the sons of God is a place of no mixture where it's all the perfection of the innermost being. That's the Holy of Holies. Holy of Holies out, not out there. Holy of Holies right here. And I tell you the truth. When every knee bows and every tongue confesses, it ain't going to be to some external bewitched God. It's going to be recognizing God inside the manifesting sons who knew him on the inside. And you know how horrifying that is to the bewitched. That's what they've been fighting every day against Red Letter Ministries for 15 years. Men and women who are true disciples of the new covenant that know him on the inside, whose bodies are the temples of the holy glory. Oh yeah. And they will have every accusation against you. They are all liars and they are all blasphemers. The disciples of the new covenant who manifest the Father's heart from the inside out will take over. But they are a very, very small minority of Christians in the world today. I pray every single one of you would be counted in their number by understanding these words today and that there be enough grace in these words to help you sacrifice your outer man for your inner man to be fully built up in full spiritual stature and through your spirit pour out a river of glory that no externalism could ever stop but all externalism all curse of the fall would be burnt up in your manifestation of your innermost being that's what I'm talking about. That's true divine leadership. That's what makes you thrones of honor and glory in the Father's spiritual house of fire. Golden thrones of golden sons and golden daughters whose spirits have completely been built up and crucified their outer man. And God the Father burns through them in His fullness. Amen. And then the world will be covered by the suns, covered by the thrones, covered by the champions of heaven, covered by Mount Zion, and covered by the tabernacle of David. What's David? God's heart. <laughs> All about the heart covering the flesh, the heart covering the soul, and the heart covering all creation. That's the new heavens and the new earth. Simple stuff, but completely sacrificial of the self-nature. Therefore, few have ever found it. I promise I will teach you every day the truth.
so that if you actually desire to find God, you will find Him and come into fullness of sonship. And you'll be tested every day to see if you'll actually give up the self-nature to walk with God as sons and daughters in the Garden of Eden. Amen. New season of Joel's Bar. We're going to go after holiness. You know, you're never going to get glory or power without holiness. We live and minister from the Holy of Holies. The Father's throne within us is the very Holy of Holies. No types, no shadows, no symbolism. Possessed by the throne of God the Father and revealing the Father's throne out of our bellies constantly with every word. And every word that comes forth will be from Father's throne with Father's power, authority, dominion, might, honor, grace, love, and angelic power. Let it explode through all flesh. Let it set the captives free. The reigning of the Word of God. Let every other word be mown down. Song of Moses, true apostolic ministry. Your words are like light rain upon tender mown grass. They mow down the weeds. They slaughter the goats and calves. It burns up the thorns and the thistles of all human arrogance against God. And it produces a garden of God's word where his spirit can dwell with man. That's what union is. A people possessed by believing God's word. Heaven and earth have already passed away. And the word already remains forever. You can live in that now. There is no future for anyone except living inside the habitation and the mansion of the word of God. That's your mansion. That's your reward. Your value of the living word. God spoke. Let there. Let, 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 let. Genesis 1. And the word created the habitation. Are you in the idolatry of the form? Or are you in the creator's word? In true knowing him. Do not be deceived. Everything is held together by his most powerful word. Cut out the middleman, the idolatry. And get intimate with the Word. Jesus is the Word of God. Valuing the Word is how much wisdom you currently have. The measure of glory is the measure of how much Word you have valued and stored inside your spiritual stomach, your rich treasury of glory. And what is the river of life? It's the fruit of someone who has the word in their spirit. 
How do you get a river of glory out of a human vessel, out of a jar of clay? You get a people that value the word and fill their heart with the words that come from God. And through every word from God, there is anointing, there is power, there is glory, there are springs and streams of life. The word comes first, the waters come later. Valuing the word, then you value the water. And it waters the garden, and it turns earth into heaven through the word and the water. The washing of the water of the word. Worship your holiness, Father, inside our hearts, in the temple, in the flesh. I worship your holiness inside human flesh because I hate witchcraft. I hate the dishonor that comes from religion that doesn't acknowledge what you purchased for us, Lord Jesus. Let your holiness burn out of our hearts and set the world free. Amen. It's going to be an exciting season. All I'm seeing is greater fire, greater holiness, and greater glory. It's going to be wonderful for those who love Him. But it will be more terrifying for those who don't know Him. Don't water it down just because a family member or a friend doesn't know Him. You walked in that strict holiness. You practiced the river through the word and the spirit in your belly. And you burn these people up. You melt their idolatry. You melt their golden images. You melt their golden calves by practicing the presence of the mountain of the Lord like Moses. Each and every one of you walk on the mountain of the holiness of the Lord. Come up the mountain and be holy, all you sons and daughters. And Jesus will be your God, and you will be his brothers and sisters. And your fire will devour their idolatry. You will win even though you are a minority and a remnant. All it takes is the mountain and a people that climb the mountain of holiness and burn. Everything else is flammable down here. You're only called to burn hotter and higher by greater holiness every day. Amen. Thank you for your financial support that makes all this possible. Our missionaries have needs. Africa and Kenya and our fire base. RLM Africa has tremendous needs right now. Ask the Holy Spirit if you can lay down an offering at the feet of the apostles. Place it right into the temple of the Holy of Holies as you sow at redlermin.com and expect to receive fire upon your offering. And the fire will bring the increase in your families and your businesses. It will burn up all your enemies. It will burn up anything that's killing, stealing, and destroying for you. When Jesus watches what you give into the temple of his sent apostles, you can be certain he will respond to your sacrifices by fire. Bless you guys. We love you so much, and we'll see you tomorrow.